Hi guys. Welcome back to the File Type Podcast. Hey. Today we have Senor Dara Young. Thanks for having me. No problem there. Dara is a very good friend of mine and again a lovely guy. Just oh. all around great dude. <laughs> um he goes to the National College of Art and Design with me. Um he does graphic design. Um I think he's just a cool dude and I think you'll like him too. How are you there? I, I really appreciate that intro. Thank mm, you. No problem. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I think we're all, you know, just vibing here. Just vibing. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited to do this. Mm. So thanks for having me again. No problem. <laughs> I'm saying um, that every two minutes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to start off with the hard hidden questions. Oh, um, yes. So the big issues. I know I, this might affect your mental capacity to like further the conversation but right. what, what's your favorite color oh oh man you can't start with something so i'm sorry yeah. ac- well no no I'll, I'll try and tackle it to the best <laughs> of my abilities i actually had thought about this and i always kept coming back to it it's gold oh i like that yeah though more specifically rich yellow oh so i just there's a certain quality to it i just find it very tasteful ostentatious in a way but good word ostentatious <laughs> yeah bonus I, points for that one <laughs> i just think it, like it being the color of like jewelry and all this stuff it has a certain quality to it it's almost like you can just picture an eye like an iris expanding when you mm, see gold yeah. it's just like that's nice i'm good gems yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's also like color of like prestige it's mad yeah. that's the only color that and silver like the only colors that are like it's special. Wow. Yeah. And it's not, it's not even a color, really. It's, gold. It's like a, it's, it's like, like a, a, an aura. Yeah. Gold it's like is a, a, it's a, it's a feeling. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's, it's like, because it's shiny as well, it feels like more than a color. Mm. It's like, you can see your own reflection in it. I think that's, that's <laughs> my least favorite, that's my least favorite part about <laughs> you it, actually. See, you can see yourself see in gold. See myself in this gold. <laughs> <laughs> in my golden watch. <laughs> in my fucking roly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to make that poverty silver. Gold all the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so uh how did you get into art as a whole well um i've been very lucky because um both my parents went to art college before Same. me um so i grew up i know i'm sure you know this feeling then it's like i grew up kind of surrounded by it, but not even that conscious of that fact mm. until probably now yeah um when i'm with people in art college that are the first in their families to have ever done anything like that. Mm. Um, so even from a very young age, I didn't really know what my parents did. It was just like, oh yeah, they're just really good at making stuff mm. and, and drawing and everything. Yeah. And I never even knew, like my dad is amazing at like life, at like realistic, hyper-realistic drawing. And I didn't even know that until I was about 10. Mm. Yeah. Like before that, I really liked drawing and both my parents would be like, I'd always show them my work and they'd be like really encouraging. They'd be like, oh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. And that always spurred me on to do more. Um, and I just really got to enjoying it. I always liked drawing what I was interested in, like movies, TV mm. shows, yeah. all of that stuff. Um, I mean, stuff like Star Wars would have been, I was obsessed with it, you know? Big up Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, if you look at my drawings from when I was like five, six, seven, it's just so much of that is yeah. like sci-fi stuff yeah. and everything I was just big into it Doctor Who oh, I love huge into it. and massive. if I could just draw what I liked that made me really happy same actually yeah um, yeah and actually probably the, the main catalyst in my mind of what made me want to do art was I think it was for my 8th or ninth birthday I got this book from my parents called Mythology um, which is about um a comic book artist called Alex Ross mm-hmm. who paints in like a, a style that's kind of similar to Norman Rockwell. It's very kind of mid-century kind of realistic but idealized yeah. sort of style. And when I saw that, because I had never seen comic book art, and even though I was already really into comics mm. and superheroes, I'd never seen art like that done in that type of context it made it feel like it had another dimension mm, like literally yeah. 
Um, and it, like he is, like I still think he's an amazing artist, but I something about his work made me really excited to do something like that because yeah. there's a part of the beginning of the book and I would if it's possible oh Orin, Orin is wielding an amazing <laughs> Spider-Man number one comic. yes um, yeah. actually the thing Alex Ross does is he will like take a classic cover like the very first Spider-Man cover yeah. and recreate it in his style oh. and it looks like oh, you're wow. seeing it in real life yeah. and that was something that always really excited me yeah. in his work because the nature of his work is so in, like work intensive he doesn't do a lot of like full comics he'll do like the covers or he'll do special posters and things mm. he has done full comics it just takes a lot oh, longer I'm sure. one yeah. person must take months yeah, yeah like a project like a comic a single like comic is a full project for him yeah like other artists can kind of belt it out very quickly yeah in you know a finished style but they're using ink and he and kind of like working in a two-dimensional mm. sort of space Whereas his work is a lot more like, best way to describe it would be you see these ads from like the 50s for like cars where they have like men and women, uh, you know, in suits and dresses with like the hat on and everything and or like boarding a plane or something, you know, this commercial art. Mm, It's very similar to that. But there's a bit of the beginning of the book that actually goes through like Alex at age five, age nine, age 14 and like how he developed his drawing. Mm. and. When I was like nine, when I got the book, I looked at it and said, my drawing is easily as good, if not better than that. There's no Mm. reason why I can't be as good as he has become when I'm that age. And that really made me want to become a comic book artist. Yeah. Um, And I was like huge into Marvel and DC anyway. So it just seemed like a natural thing for me. And parents were so encouraging about it. But I suppose like as time went on through school, going into secondary school art, suddenly became this thing because you know in primary school we didn't have an art teacher you know yeah so having a full room just for art and everything was amazing um, yeah like i loved art in secondary school and the my teacher uh, noel sheehan um went to ncad so he like would have always encouraged students to even just consider going there ncad absolutely <laughs> building the minds of all the young people <laughs> in all of Ireland. You're welcome, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny because when I went into um, secondary school, he, like, everything that we did in, say, first year in NCAD, like trying different things, printing, lino, making things, it tied straight into what we did in secondary school you know oh that's so nice um and he was an amazing teacher and he was very like he didn't like when things were rigidly structured he let people do what they wanted to do Mm. which meant that if i wanted to do stuff like comic book art or anything yeah he was very accommodating to that even if that isn't sort of he never pushed people to to fit into a certain sort of mold in terms of their art or whatever it was they wanted to do um, so I suppose that like my already kind of established interest in art plus having a good teacher like that made me then really think, oh, yeah, of course, this is what I want to do. So um, I suppose like by the time I was maybe in second or third year in secondary school, I started to think about like video games, which I was also mm. huge into. I mean, I'm still into them, but then I like I was just way more sort of involved in that and conscious of it like getting games magazines every single month and everything Um, and I kind of start to think then what about not so much comic book art as could I do something like concept art for games or movies which I still like I think it's an amazing thing yeah it just it's so impressive like and you get these magazines like Imagine FX, which mm. my dad would always get, and he'd always give them to me then, mm. um, because like he teaches visual communications and CIT, so mm. he kind of it wasn't like he ever was sort of like giving me loads of stuff and being like, you know, you should look at this and kind of be influenced yeah. by it. It was just there, and he'd be like, oh yeah, you know, mm. take a look if you want. Like I was never kind of pressured into doing anything, which was really cool. That's- that's great. Um, yeah. Big up your dad. <laughs> Both my parents, like, just, they're my heroes. But, um, and Mr. Sheehan, my art teacher as well, like, he would have been into anything I would have brought in, any books mm. or anything. 
Um, That's huge. I, I my art teacher Elaine O'Connor was also like that. She went down to Italy as well. Just saying. Well, maybe they know each other. <laughs> yeah. But um, she's she was so supportive when we were in mm. college and she or in secondary school and she made sure we tried everything and like she let us do junk chore and like she let us try lino and whatever whatever we had a, like a spare chance and she was and she was under a lot of stress having <laughs> 30 boys who really didn't want to do art but they thought it would be kind of a dos just yeah. to do art for the leaving cert and they realized that it's horrible as soon as they got in <laughs> but um Fair play there for like. I think that's a, a running theme in secondary yeah. schools. People are like, "Oh, sure, I'll just pick art." So just be random. Like, <laughs> that was my phone. Trying <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to make um, a break for it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, sorry. The other thing I forgot to mention was, for a while, I seriously considered animation. Like saying Dunleary. Yeah, I was. I went to the op- I went to yeah. the open day in Dunleary, and then they were like, "It's seven thousand points," and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going like for multiple years probably from transition year onwards I would go to open days in Dublin colleges mm. just for a day you know yeah. so I would have gone to NCAD in transition year and then again in fifth year mm. just because I wanted to see it as much as possible yeah. and the same with IADT but there was a point when I wanted to do either concept art or animation they're kind of a bit more technical and less arty you yeah. know um, I was thinking of going to Scotland or something to do it. Mm. Or I didn't really know where I wanted to go yeah. exactly. I just knew the kind of general area I wanted I, to go into. Yeah, uh, I remember my uh, my art teacher bringing us up to NCAD and transitioning <laughs> on a like a class trip. Mm. Basically, let's go to Dublin for a day. <laughs> but she brought us up to NCAD, and I walked in, and I was like. Okay, cool. What else can we do? <laughs> I had no interest in TY. Oh. In TY, for some reason, I was just yeah. like, I'd, I'd never even considered going to art mm. college as a feasible option, even though both my parents did it. And, like, they were open to me doing it, but mm. I was just kind of like, I want to be an accountant. <laughs> I want to make money. <laughs> and then, like, I was just, I don't know. I didn't consider it until, like, sixth year. There's really. a thing. Yeah, I was a bit like that, because my, like, as school got on, my teacher was sort of like, uh, like he would give me the booklets for NCAD and mm. be like be thinking about going there you know like yeah. you could you could really make something there and it's a great place and, and everything and I was kind of at the same time I'd be very honest with him and I was just like I don't know you know like yeah. mm, it, it seems a bit fine arty for me mm. you know because I thought it would be like it, like it, graphic design didn't kind of cross my mind that much as something I really wanted to do yeah it seemed sort of boring or something mm. kind of corporate or, and dull yeah because in transition year i did two work experiences with design companies oh um nice. and i i suppose <laughs> been a nepotism going on because like they were both companies that people who worked there were students of my dad uh, who graduated yeah. like 10 okay. years before got the hookup got it's all know, about connections it's, it's don't, don't be ashamed of it. it's all about connections <laughs> any question i could ask about graphic design is going to be who you know no <laughs> not really but um i was lucky with that but at the same time both those places while they were cool they were very sort of like they they wouldn't make you that excited about doing design hmm. like one of them was like exclusively a branding place they did like jam jar labels for Ballymaloo relish and stuff. Yeah. And like, it's kind of cool, but they spend half their time sort of, you know, like just doing like it, like a hundred iterations of a jam jar, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, Oh yeah. Okay. You know, let's yeah. see where, you know, and then, but you're not even thinking about stuff like really cool design, like for music and mm. film and, yeah. and kind of these more, sort of cultural things because that I think is the most exciting type of design yeah some of it whereas that more product based stuff Mm. can be kind of stodgy I think and that's kind of what turned me off it a little bit Um, yeah I was gonna do graphic design I was like before I went to NCAD I was like well after convincing my mom and I was like I'll do education and graphic design (laughs) (laughs) and she was like okay fine and I went um Okay, I was in education for a while. Hmm. My art teacher was actually like, don't do education, you won't like it. (laughs) And then I I was like, no, I want to go to art college, so I'm going to do education. And I did education, and I hated it. So I just left. Um, And then I was going to do graphic design. Like, I was so sure I was going to be a design boy. Mm. Like, I was like, yeah, I don't do fine art. I'm a design. I I, I make posters (laughs) and stuff. And then, whatever, just media grabbed me one day, and I was like... 
I'm a fine artist. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and like that kind of took me in that direction. But did you ever find um, there was sort of like with parents that have been to art college? Did they ever say to you, um, "You don't need to do this because we did it." Yeah. Because mine sometimes used to say that. It was That's like nice. they felt like I was doing it because they had done it or something. Yeah. And that wasn't it at all. Yeah. But I don't. I actually I feel com- the complete opposite. My parents were oh. kind of like just don't go to art college. Well, they weren't like don't go, but they were kind of just like hmm. neither of us are doing art stuff anymore. <laughs> but if you really want to, <laughs> um, but like yeah, both of them. Well, my mom was an art teacher hmm. for a while, but now she's changed to a guidance counselor. But um, yeah, neither of them work as an artist they both do creative things and yeah. they're both happy with their working <clears throat> but like they're they don't use all the skills they developed in art college anymore yeah i think my mother would probably be like that as well yeah. i mean she has been an art teacher for the last 30 years mm. but she hasn't been able to kind of develop her own practice the way you know she initially would have straight out of college because yeah. you know life sort of sometimes just gets in the way and you sort of say to yourself I need to focus on this or yeah. having a family or whatever oh, it is. Yeah, since you have kids, fuck yeah. Me, <laughs> yeah. Like the thing about it, and she would say this as well, because my aunt, her sister is someone who uh, sort of devoted her life in a lot of ways to being creative. Mm. And it means that you have to kind of let a lot of other things go by the way yeah. or not go by the way, but it it's it needs to be your life. It can't yeah. be sort of just a part of it, really. We're know? talking about that with Ashling, actually. It's yeah. The biggest part about being an artist is calling yourself an artist mm. and just doing it and like making it your thing. Yeah. And like I'd say it's the same with graphic design, same with everything. Yeah. Just make and it it's your sort of like you can't be piecemeal about it. It has yeah. to be. And the the thing is, like, if you're not like say me about three, two, three years ago. I don't think I would have said that because I would have been like, I don't know if I wanted to be to take up that much mm. of my life. But having been, I think that's one really good thing in NCAD is over time, you sort of come to sort of realize that I'm living it, you know, like yeah. we're in there. And maybe that's just because we're students in art college and afterwards that'll kind of fade. Mm. But I don't think so. I think that that's kind of the mindset. Yeah, NCD, the huge part of NCD to me is building a mindset. Mm. And like... It's like, like walking the walk. Yeah, I've developed a different way of thinking completely. And I like... Well, the two biggest things for me are... The people I've met... Mm. Oh, actually, it's going to be more than two. Wait, take that <laughs> I'm just going to go. Multiple um, things. Multiple <laughs> things. People I've met, um, the skills I've learned... The way I research, mm. like researching, I didn't research at yeah. all before. And now even when I'm writing anything for anything, I do research, I make mood boards, <laughs> I look at Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually gas because when like you look at like the promotional material for NCAD and it's like, be curious yeah. and you're not there, you're kind of like... This is the place for you. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of like, oh yeah, all right. Sure, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And then like now it's like... Actually, that's true. Like, you do... Like, even today, I was walking around. I was just going in town buying something. And I ended up, like, taking pictures of loads of stuff on the street because mm. it was totally relevant to what yeah. I was doing. And, like, you just end up doing it, you know? You, you look at things. You look down, like, empty streets or lift up bin... Well, maybe not lift up bin bags. That's a bit extreme. <laughs> What's but, <laughs> oh god I bring myself with a needle uh, uh, no like uh, but it's just like you, you find yourself being more curious yeah. genuinely about things that you might not have thought about otherwise yeah. and I think you see after I finished school I did a PLC for a year oh, yeah. um, and this is something I would highly recommend to anyone who is thinking about going to art college mm. after leaving cert do your best or as good as you can in the exams and everything because it will stand you in good stead yeah. later on um, but try and do a PLC and take a year if not two mm. just to think about do is this what I want to do mm. what's it like to actually do it Yeah. Um, and the thing about it was where I went was probably fine but it wasn't a whole atmosphere the way NCAD was Yeah. I didn't feel like a part of that place the yeah. way that we do in our college mm. um, because it was just a PLC college it was basically an empty building 
and and time to develop character when you're there for a year exactly yeah yeah. um like everything about it the the actual place itself the fact that it was just such a short course you weren't sort of you weren't thinking about yourself as sort of a product of that place in Mm -hmm. a way or it 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 wasn't sort of a creative surrounding or environment i mean it was good to do it but but do do you feel like that i feel like People who did PLCs think differently than the way I think because mm. I didn't do a PLC. But do you think it helped you coming into NCD straight away? I think so because for me, maybe it's just my personality, but I do find that um, projects can get very stressful mm. and time management is very important. I'm terrible at time um, management. I'm, I'm so problem. terrible at it my too. Biggest problem. Um, and I, but the thing is, I was accustomed to feeling that type of pressure already Mm. because i had done a year yeah on a level six course actually which was not a good idea i (laughs) don't know why i did that i was kind of like oh it's level six so i'll I'll just do more and it'll be cooler yeah and really i should have done a level five because it was like it was the same amount of work we're doing in college now in second year and it was too much and it wasn't well organized like yeah you know having like nine modules in a week is insane yeah and whereas like now it's having gone through that it's not like you're not getting the shock of sort of that level of stress or pressure Mm -hmm. you know you're sort of you take it in your stride a bit more and i think the more you do it the more resistance or you sort of it's almost like strength training with weights you're you you build up a resistance to being able to manage and like these. the feeling of having deadlines coming up exactly and like yeah that that was that's a big part of first year for me like having this moment where you have you've been working on this for months and then that's it mm. stop like I remember the first deadline day in NCD. Do you remember in first the year? Yeah, the first when six you had weeks. To, yeah, when you had to come in oh, on like, at like the eight morning. o'clock in yeah. the morning and put everything on your wall and put yeah. everything on the desk and make it all nice. Hmm. And then you'd be so stressed leaving. And then the, skirt, the guards would come in. They'd be like, get the fuck out. And you'd yeah. be like, I'm not done. <laughs> every deadline day, um, I honestly have pulled an all-nighter hmm. every single time. This is not something I would recommend to anyone or wish oh, yeah, on my sorry. worst enemy. We should, we should mention this. <laughs> do the work beforehand. <laughs> and then Even if you do, don't let yourself stay working on it for too long. That's another thing is be able to say, I'm done. Mm. You know, Because yeah. uh, sometimes what I end up doing is working on it and working on it. And then like two or three days before it's due, scrapping my idea. And then I end up like having to push through and pull an all-nighter. Yeah. And it's like my parents will tell you, it's something I've been doing since I started secondary school. Mm. Like I had pieces in the tech score competition. I was up all night doing when I was in like second year. Yeah. Um, Were you a tech school boy too? I got a special merit in Look at 2015. You. Look at you. <laughs> I think I did too in 2016, around then. And was best moment of my life <laughs> yeah honestly it's it's such a cool thing to have but at the same time it i don't think it sort of stops anyone from um sort of feeling like you know oh i need to do art now because mm. i've done that or oh i didn't get anything out of it so art's not for me yeah. you know um but yeah i i think one of the biggest things and i'm still learning it is like project management time management and it's something that kind of becomes second nature to you you know initially you sort of say oh i need to spend a week doing research and then a week developing it and then a week um creating roughs and then a week finishing it off and printing everything but over time you just start to do that you don't even Mm. need to think about how you're going to plan it out Mm. and i feel like hopefully by the time I'm finished college and maybe start working somewhere, it'll be so ingrained that it's sort of, it'll benefit me, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not easy. Like sometimes easy. You, you, yeah. you're sitting there thinking, why am I doing this? Yeah. But the, the thing about it is when you have it done, there's nothing more rewarding. Like, yeah. especially seeing your work on a wall, even if it's just for assessment, it, mm just can feel so good yeah speaking of like finishing is there any moment so far in your art practice design mm. practice that you're particularly proud of 
Um, honestly, most recently, probably doing the posters for File Type. Aww. Seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer, sir. You win a gold medal. <laughs> Just because I've never seen something I've done in so many places before. Mm. And, and uh, like, I was so, like, happy that, I, that you asked me to do it and seeing the whole thing I mean seeing the whole thing happen and then having been a part of that was mm. such a cool feeling yeah um, even just for the posters you know um, but don't worry we'll have you back again <laughs> <laughs> Any, oh. anytime I need a poster I'm just <laughs> He's going to knock on there. So like, hey, the gigs in two weeks. And you <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Um, no I'm trying to think if there's been other things. Um, our end of year project in first year, to me, I mean, I got a kind of an average mark for it, but I was really pleased with it. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of a concept piece for like a fictional, science fiction, dystopian future where there was like a 1984 style government in Ireland oh, and sure. people were living on this like um, this like floating city out in Dublin Bay <laughs> in the year 2040 so the idea was sort of like um, you know the album Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino yes the idea of that being this sort of concept album where it's like this science fiction hotel on the moon yeah and they built a model which is the album cover i really like that not yeah. last year i listened to that album and even though i don't know if it's my favorite arctic monkeys album i think a lot of people um, didn't um, like I it i definitely think it's not mine <laughs> <laughs> i just think it's really interesting because it's so yeah. pretentious in a way it's like it just doesn't care i do think it got a bad it, it, it doesn't deserve what the hate it got yeah. it was it was good hmm. it was grand I like some of the songs. I like some of them more than I like the other ones. Mm. But I think it should have been an Alex Turner thing. I don't yeah. think the Arctic Monkey should have gotten involved. <laughs> I, I think um, everyone is... Like, it's fair enough that everyone has their own opinion. But at the same time, I think a lot of people were expecting, like, a follow-up to AM that was yeah. kind of, like... Not thinking it as hard as AM. AM just destroying yeah. yeah. And I think they could have done that if they wanted to. But they wanted to try something more interesting. And... The whole that whole concept inspired this piece I did for mm. the end of year and first year, and um, I even built a model of like it was model making, printing, okay. illustration, and it was just a lot of fun to do. Yeah, and that was the 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 last kind of block we had in graphic design at mm. the end of first year. And also, our, actually, I've never seen a man wield Adobe Illustrator like Daryl wields Adobe <laughs> Illustrator. Just no mouse, just whatever, just the keyboard shortcuts and then it's just going at it. That's just, <laughs> my friend, that is years of sweaty, <laughs> oh fuck, how do I do this? YouTube. <laughs> oh no, yeah. And then getting like extremely frustrated. So it's gotten to the point where you just kind of get into it and having like used the same laptop for the last four years the trackpad and everything people mm. are like how do you use a trackpad with an illustrator yeah. and for me using the mouse it feels like i'm doing it with oven gloves on it's like yeah. it's just so awkward for me but um it's almost like you know if you're you're playing a sport like say hurling and you've got your own hurley like this is probably a really weird culture you're, you're, you're talking analogy. to the wrong audience here <laughs> they, they barely know what a hurley is i'd say <laughs> but when you have okay here better example if you have your own pen that you yeah. always use and it just feels right in your hand you can't draw as well with any other pen mm. as you can with this one that's the way it feels for me using illustrator yeah okay. it's just like and like you get your own ways of doing things and your own shortcuts yeah. like I use it's Illustrator 2015 like I would hate to use the newest one yeah. it just seems like ugh, yeah you know? they changed the colour slightly yeah. <laughs> oh they got rid of the lasso too mm. what do I do <laughs> it, uh, and I think I actually think um, I've like I'm decent at Photoshop now mm. after years of just being like oh, I'm just not bothered <laughs> Just try and use anything. Mm. Like, even if it's just pressing V to go back to select <laughs> tool or like anything. Just do one at a time and just force yourself to do it and you just get into a habit. Yeah. And it's just nice. And it's time management big. It saves you so much. It's like if you save a second mm. it, going up to the taskbar and picking whatever you want instead of just pressing a thing, it you do that multiple times over the day to save so much time. And also, like, 
if you're like say I, I started really using Illustrator in sixth year mm. um, for things but it only just here and there and mm. it would have just been small things but well even going back to transition year I would have done a bit but I think if you're going into or interested in graphic design um, picking something like Illustrator or Photoshop or it could even be making music or anything and just like if it's a like an application knowing your way around it yeah it just one of them will mean that when you're given a task to do that's kind of open you can do it with your kind of best thing thing. like yeah Yeah. so for me in first year that was illustrator yeah and i could just go straight to it and do exactly what i could picture Mm. in mind so for other people that could be photoshop i think yeah like that is important i think i in first year i was trying to do everything mm. i was trying to learn absolutely every little bit and piece that I could get myself at. Like, I tried to learn Illustrator and Photoshop and InDesign and fucking Premiere Pro. And That's Final. very fair, yeah. But, like, especially in media where they're teaching you so much at the same time, like, because we have After Effects demos and then Premiere demos and then, like, whatever, Bridge. Um, it's It's better to... I would suggest picking Illustrator or Photoshop and learning that first because that's helped me so much because... Yeah. From Photoshop, even from Photoshop to Ableton, and like I know that the the keys are different. I'm pressing. I just Control Z is the, <laughs> is my entire life at the moment. Mm. Um, but just bringing it like the <clears throat> commands over has helped me so much with music and stuff. Oh yeah. And I just think either Photoshop or some of the Adobe Suite is a very good place to start. Yeah, it just like to have a tool set mm. that you can work off yeah. is a great thing. But yeah, and and also the thing is like. I don't want to seem like I'm just like listing off, uh, you know, things to learn. Flexing. Because <laughs> <laughs> like there's books and there's, you know, like people you can talk to firsthand and yeah. like that are so helpful for all of that yeah. stuff. So a part of it is just experiencing it for yourself. You know, mm. you kind of have to jump in the deep end. Yeah. Um, so yeah. YouTube is a very good place. Oh, YouTube and those guys doing like Photoshop Illustrator tutorials like uh, yeah. from India are <laughs> saints. They're fucking geniuses. They, they've saved my life. I've, uh, <laughs> last year I was trying to make um, a video game in Unreal and the amount of fucking tutorials I went through of just like how do I get the player to respawn? And this guy's like do not worry, I have you. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is what I do. <laughs> yeah. um, there's no nonsense with those. No, not just straight to the point. Yeah. Like, hi guys. Wait, no, they have a cool intro, always. Yeah. <laughs> like this 3D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, either got it off a fucking forum where they made Flames. it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. HD. Yeah. It's like the Diablo, you know, the game. Yeah. <laughs> but like their own text in it. So helpful. Oh. Yeah. And so, and are any particular artists slash designers that influence you in your practice yeah um i think like this year especially second year when you get into your course you start really experiencing and seeing like relevant people you know like and we all start to learn their names Mm. and everything so um even that guy we're doing a project on right now stefan sidemeister graphic designer who does loads of this sort of surreal weird photography yeah like he'll take a picture of someone's face and then like cut out loads of holes in it and it like triggers tryptophobia (laughs) and this kind of thing and it's just like really cool it just makes you stand back and kind of go oh Oh, (laughs) sometimes you're kind of creeped out by it but it's really nice and the funny thing is a lot of the people i like the most are actually illustrators Mm. i it's funny i would see myself primarily as an illustrator Mm. in some ways you know rather than a graphic designer um just because that's kind of the angle i've come at it from like other people it would be like i I don't know photography or something Mm. and they would do all their work as photography based work but for me it's like drawing you know yeah um like poster design so you have um trying to think of them now is is the other thing because no, I'll, yeah. be, I'll be sitting there tomorrow don't worry going, Ash, Ashling oh. listed off about <laughs> 70 people yeah. one after another oh. <laughs> um, even I mean actually I have my notebook oh. here I came prepared look at this, look at this artist with so, his notebook <laughs> <laughs> I can go through it and give, see give, who give I us was a few. influenced give us by a few. 
I mean, Alex Ross would probably be the mm, yeah. the original, the OG influence, yeah. you know, because I always wanted to draw like him. Yeah. My, funny enough, my dad would be another one. His drawing mm. really made me yeah. want to draw. That's nice. Um, and also, whenever um, I'm hanging out with Dara, I, like <laughs> he just like just turns his laptop around and he shows me this cool thing, and I'm like, wow, I never even thought about this before. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, there's, I don't know, it's funny, um, sometimes you just, stuff just excites you and you see design and you're just like, I like that, I want to create something like that and maybe people would say, oh, you're, you know, then you're just copying, you yeah. know, but I don't think that's true. I think you need to try what other people have done mm. to see how they did it, how they approached it. Yeah, and then um, you can take what you want from it. Yeah. I think the there, there is still originality in the world, but everything is not a copy, but is taken. It's like stuff built on other stuff. Else. Yeah, it's like building a wall. You know, you mm. need what's below it to keep going. Yeah. I, I mean, in the last year, a designer who's really been interesting to me is David Carson, mm. uh, from kind of the nineties, eighties, and nineties. Yeah, this grunge design, and what really stood out to it for me in first year was it's not what is fashionable right now it, yeah you see a lot of graphic design for the last maybe 10 years it's been very flat and kind of vector based kind of rich colors you know clean looking clean, yeah. very clean everything is very kind of neat yeah. you know you, you'd even see it in branding on the sides of buses for everything logos the thing you see, like there's a trend for logos now where they get rid of any sort of 3D kind of, yeah. even, you know, for car companies, they like in the 2000s, a lot of car companies had like metallic logos and stuff. And now they've made them flat, you 3D know, flat. Um, Apple Family has done it with their yeah. user interface. Yeah. Um, whereas someone like David Carson, his work feels really dimensional. Yeah. Even though it was probably before computers were being used as in the yeah. way that they are now for design. Mm. So he was cutting and sti sticking a lot of stuff on paper. Um, and there was a load of designers in the 90s that did really kind of multi-dimensional work like that. Neville Brody, um, Lewis Blackman, I think. Mm. Blackwell... I'm getting that name wrong, yeah. but just really interesting stuff that uses like photography, illustration. One I've been looking at a lot this year is um, Hamish Moore. He's this oh, designer from there's the There's someone 90s. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, my file type poster was influenced in yeah. certain ways by his work. He used a lot of experimental kind of futuristic typography mm, yeah. this sort of blobby bloopy dots and things and um what's this sort of crystal clear yeah. aesthetic it's i think it's called a y2k aesthetic the studios he worked for like 8vo and uh, there's another studio not to do with him but similar enough called designers republic Mm. that um use this sort of really distinct style that you don't see at all anymore yeah. Um, they Designers Republic worked on a video game series in the late 90s called Wipeout, which was a racing game on the PS1. Mm. And it's amazing. Like the music in it, the way it looks, the mm. graphics, the design, it's all perfect. Yeah. It's got music by like The Prodigy and oh, Prodigy. like loads of like electronic chemical brothers are in it as well. Of course. Um, and it's that was, that's another big part of my childhood, the Chemical Brothers. Oh, yeah. My dad still just listens to the Chemical Brothers in the car. He's just like, <laughs> we've heard this song every time I step in the car for the past month. <laughs> uh, but no, um, I would recommend anyone to look at the Designers Republic. They're mm. so cool. cool. Like, yeah. It just feels funky and playful and colourful and everything. Mm. Um, and yeah, so off the top of my head, they would be yeah. influences right now. Mm. Yeah, and it's nice because... I don't look at designers that often whenever mm. I'm researching. It's always like fine artists and like people who are very um, gallery based and not like, yeah, not made for the masses, I guess. I do think there is design like that. Like someone like Stefan Sagmeister feels like more of a fine art graphic designer. Mm. There's a whole, I suppose, genre of graphic yeah. design that's for graphic designers. Yeah. And in my mind, part of me is like, oh, that shit's cool. <laughs> and another part of me is like, well, it's not for people to kind of see. Yeah. You know, like, 
normal, everyday people in the street aren't going to see this. Mm. So it's like, is it actually serving a purpose yeah. the way it should be? Mm. And I suppose then it's sort of like, when does it cross into being something more like media or mm. that? Yeah. Um, but I don't think there should need to be like a rigid boundary. Yeah, I, that's, I definitely think there should be less. Mm. I think everyone should try their hand at everything and everyone should yeah. be able to do anything they want. And that's why I think, for me, media is the most interesting like area of fine art because mm. you can do anything. And But also, it, it's very modern feeling in terms of the way technology is approached and everything. Yeah. So to me, it's almost like graphic design plus everything plus art, you know? Mm. Um, so it actually really excites me as well. Mm. Um, and... I I would love to try and bring more of that mindset that you guys have yeah. into graphic design. That's, I love that. That's, that's a good attitude to have. <laughs> so, outside of graphic design and art, is there anything you do or is there anything that inspires you in your everyday life? Hmm. Um, I would say movies, hmm. first and foremost. Yeah. I'm obsessed with film. Yeah. Every time I go home... Every time I'm, I walk in, Dad's watching a movie. <laughs> Every time I talk to anyone, I'm like, do you know they made this interesting movie? <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> it's just like, everyone's like, oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> oh no. But um, it's just, it fascinates me. Every time I'm at home, like my mom is like, are you sure you don't want to study film or something? <laughs> it's just like... I love that. I think it was a few years ago. Like, I've always liked movies, but when I was maybe in fifth year in secondary school, I started watching these videos on YouTube that were, like, video essays mm. on film. Yeah. And I started to realize, this this shit's deep, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, I love this. Me and Dara watched a, a video essay on El Dorado. Oh. And uh, it was a journey. <laughs> it was a trip. And, like... You, when you watch those kind of things for films you've already seen you appreciate them on another level oh, then. it's like realising stuff you didn't even know mm. you're just like I thought it was just a cartoon <laughs> <laughs> why is there so much more <laughs> yeah um, and even like the, the fact that um, you have like if you're watching these video essays you become aware of a whole area of film that you wouldn't get just from going to the cinema mm. and like seeing what's on TV. Yeah. You know, stuff like Kurosawa, which is like some of the best film ever made. Yeah. Isn't that like it's very well known for anyone who's into film. Yeah. But it's sort of it's kind of set apart from kind of commercial movies yeah. in a way. And there's a lot of films like that and I think it's really exciting to get into that sort of stuff. Mm. You get Andrei Tarkovsky, who made Stalker and Solaris. Yeah. And he's this Russian filmmaker, and his films are, like, really kind of strange. And they're, like, you really have to go in with an open mind. And yeah. they're amazing. And even stuff like Stanley Kubrick, which is more well-known, like 2001 A Space Odyssey, Class. Clockwork Orange. Class. Uh, the Shining, even. class. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and and they're more well-known ones. But if you've already seen them or enjoy them, find them interesting. Seeing stuff like Doctor Strangelove or yeah. Barry Lyndon, it it just it's so cool. Yeah. Like, um, it just feels like this is what film was made for. Mm. And they're still like they're always making really yeah. good stuff. Like even us talking every day about going to see the Lighthouse or. Mm. Um, Parasite, which I haven't seen either of. Yeah. But, oh, Orin, Orin oh. is a uh, is gasping over in the corner. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything. Oh, <laughs> we, we, yeah. we, we're going to see it within and, the next week. I mean, I can't handle it anymore. Can I come again? Yes, of I'll course. See it again. <laughs> That's another point I should mention. Is I work in a cinema. I oh, get yes. free tickets. And Wait, I'm no, don't gone. say, don't say. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting loads of emails yeah. now, uh, but. Um, I've only gone about four times since mm. I started working there and it's something I think I'm going to regret not doing more this year. Yeah. But we'll try and make the most of it. 
So, yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. And even I was talking about Uncut Gems. Oh, God. Such okay. a good movie. Orin does an amazing uh, um, <laughs> impression of... What's his name again? Adam Sandler. Adam, oh, what's his character? Howard Ratner. Oh. Howard Ratner, yeah. How, Howie. Howie. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I first on the block, they have this. <laughs> Spring water. <laughs> <Or> KG. <laughs> I told him not to lean on the glass. All right, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all really enjoy the movie. I'm getting um, more entertainment of just quoting it. It's just one of those <laughs> things. It's like The Simpsons or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uncut, uncut gems. So, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt, yeah. films are are just like almost bigger in in like my interests than anything art and mm. design related. But it ties into that so well, yeah. you know. Um, it's just a whole other area that I would just be mm. like really interested in. Yeah. So is there any, is there a particular movie you would suggest people, one movie that you think would open anyone's mind? Open anyone's mind. Oh, I could think of a few now. Yeah. Hmm. I, maybe I would say, I mean, my favorite film is Blade Runner. And I think, really? yeah. It's a good one. I uh, like Blade Runner. It's my favorite film ever. What do you think I, about the newer one? I love it. Do you? I okay. think it's amazing. And I, I really like how it's different enough from mm. the original. Yeah, like, I could totally see a lesser director basically making a copy yeah. and, like, doing the whole Disney Star Wars thing of, you know, basically remaking it and, yeah. like, going to a huge amount of effort to, like, get the sounds right, get the, the look right. Yeah. But it feels a bit empty. Whereas what they did is they just went and did what they wanted to do and respected the original. Yeah. And to me, that that's how it's, done, it's as good yeah. in my mind as the original one is. Yeah. There's people that didn't like it, but for me, and I think a lot of people <laughs> felt, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of people really appreciated it, um, but it's not for everyone. I think there's more accessible movies than Blade Runner yeah. because it's quite kind of like it's a slow paced movie. It's a fine line between science fiction and art film. Mm. That's the thing. yeah, yeah, true. Especially like. Ridley Scott's a great director, but it's probably one of his less accessible films. Mm. Something like Alien, which I also think is amazing, is probably easier to watch, mm. you know? Um, even though, like, I, I really like that as well. But thinking about it, I would say something... Oh, I might have to give that one just okay. because... Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe another. There are too one, many movies. There are too many movies. Just all At least you movies. gave one. That'll do. <laughs> maybe the other one that would spring to mind for me would be Whiplash. <gasps> Damien Chazelle. Stop. <laughs> I know for what you guys. A movie. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I'm, okay. I'm glad I mentioned that one yeah. now because I just think uh, I've wa- I watched that movie twice in one day. Yeah. Like you want to watch it and you're like. Fuck, let's put it on again. Yeah, it's I just, just I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah. I, I love every second of it. Like everything about it. The acting, the way the visual aesthetic, this like rich that color, the green with kind these of, like deep yeah. blacks everywhere and like it makes it feel like almost like it's not the real world, but it is or mm. something. So it almost it, to me it feels like what jazz feels like. Yeah. Like it looks like jazz. Yeah. Like even like but music aside. Like the scenes with Miles Teller at the cinema or just on the street in the diner with the girl. Mm. They just feel like jazz feels like to me. Yeah. It feels like that Miles Davis kind of... I was going to say, it's coloured like a lot of his albums. Yeah. Like a lot of his darker like albums and stuff. Green and yellow and like, it's yeah. like, I think... It's it, a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece, definitely. And like... And the fact that it's like a thriller almost. It has action scenes yeah. that are simply drumming scenes. And you've got, like, J.K. Simmons is, like, terrifying. Yeah. And Were you pulling or dragging? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, like, he's just intense. J.K. Simmons, it's, it's my favourite role of his. Mm. Um, oh, he's an amazing actor. Um, though, uh, I've completely blanked on what I was going to say. <laughs> it's really cool, though. Yeah. Um, um, and just, I've never had a movie that's, made me feel so tense for yeah. so long mm. and like you kind of you're just kind of like, <laughs> even though it's about music yeah, yeah. like and it's about this guy going to music college yeah and just struggling that's it, it. <laughs> and it actually poses a really interesting question at the end I suppose it's relevant for all of us is how hard do you have to commit to what you want to master mm. 
Like, he, at the end, he, you think about it, he's won the approval of the one person he wanted to. Yeah. He's made it, you know. He's the next Buddy Rich, is that the drummer? Yeah. Um, you know, like, and you see it in the nod at the end, but then you realise he's ruined the relationship with his girlfriend, they've broken up, he's not happy, he's not, you know, like, with his dad, yeah. and you're they like... They show his dad right before that yeah. moving and not understanding it at all, but yeah. that doesn't matter to him because he's gotten the approval of Jamie. Yeah. It's completely ambiguous, you have to wonder, like, will he go on and, like, be this really well-respected drummer, and that's kind of what you hope, mm. but then you think, has he given up too much mm. to get that? Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting question to pose yeah. for anyone who's creative because it's all about mastering the skills that you have yeah. to create whatever it is you want to create. Um, and even though something like graphic design isn't this sort of performance-based thing, it feels similar yeah. in a way, you know? You don't sell yourself to be good at something. Mm. Just put in enough time. <laughs> Except for Yu-Gi-Oh. Except for Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Of course. I think you should invest all your money and all your time into Yu-Gi-Oh. All your Bitcoin. All your bit, <laughs> yeah. All the Bitcoin I bought when I was fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, man, for having us, Dara. Having us, Dara. Thank you. My for, pleasure. <laughs> thank, oh. thank you for coming and doing this with us. Thanks um, so much for having me. I hope uh, anything I said was uh, interesting or in any was way enlightening. This uh, was again. This was just like. A I mean, I could half. talk for Ireland. <laughs> I could talk for days. You'll be here in about two days, going. Will you ever just leave? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and you know what else is interesting? <laughs> Actually! <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? <laughs> uh, well, no, thanks so much for having me. I no problem. really enjoyed doing this. Do you want to shamelessly plug your Instagram? And I will shamelessly you know? plug my Instagram. I have two. <gasps> and I would highly recommend following mainly the graphic design one for yeah. this but you can you can follow the other one if you want too. so my uh, handle is that what it's called yeah. that, is that what the kids are called the kids are called the handle my tag <laughs> my tag <laughs> is uh, dara.inc yeah uh, just d-a-r-a dot i-n-c and then my my main one my is main one. the dara young so the Darion, the, <laughs> the big fat panda. I like I like putting up <laughs> photography stuff on that, which mm. I'm not good at in any way, shape, or form. But I just like sticking it up there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right. Thanks, Dara. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. Long time. Yeah. <laughs> Love you. <ya. laughs>